It is time now for the 360 Spotlight. And today we focus on Sonic Automotive after the car dealership's earnings. And joining us right now is Heath Bird, Executive Vice President and CFO of Sonic Automotive to tell us all about the latest report. Uh, fascinating as we look through the numbers. I mean, you can't deny some of these numbers that record third quarter revenues up 20%. Um, from the prior year, finance and insurance up over 20%, Echo Park revenue, 72% growth, and a recent acquisition. So are you feeling pretty good? You know, uh, what can I say? It's, it's a great time to be in the automotive uh, retail uh, business. Um, you know, there's always some silver linings to things that happened to us. And, you know, the pandemic really gave us a lot of uh, silver linings. You know, we came out of that with a dramatically better cost structure. Uh, we reduced our expenses by over uh, $90 million, million. And then taking that kind of cost structure into this kind of demand environment has just been, you know, a very good uh, performance from each of the quarters uh, for the entire year. And we're seeing it across the board. Uh, obviously, as cities and economies open, you've got more demand for vehicles. Uh, as we have migrations from other, uh, from the larger cities to the less dense, you've got uh, more demand for vehicles. Uh, as individuals uh, are concerned about flying, you have more demand for vehicles. Right. And so all of this has really given us a, a ton of tailwinds. As you've indicated, uh, another record quarter, you know, revenue was up 21% overall. Uh, gross profit was up 25%. Our SGNA, as I said, is so much uh, more improved. Uh, down to only 60% in the franchise level. Uh, so across the board, it was just a, a record uh, quarter, uh, record EPS, and it makes our 11th straight quarter that we've grown year over year. Wow. Um, and, and there's no doubt, right? People bought second houses and even those who sort of moved to the second home, they needed a second car. Um, this was the environment we were in. And, and you're right, they may be not rushing back to work or they're not rushing on public transportation. So right. how were you able to reduce the costs in the way you did? And of course, prices for cars went up. And do you think those stay at inflated levels? Yeah, a couple of things. Um, when we started going through the pandemic in March, you know, the first things that we focused on was the safety of all of our associates and our customers, putting a lot of uh, measures to ensure that uh, we could deliver uh, vehicles safely and still stay open as an essential business, which we felt like we were. Um, and then we started implementing our technologies. We've been working on uh, technologies to create efficiencies uh, using uh, robotic process automation, machine learning, artificial intelligence. And we started implementing those technologies and that created, uh, we, we actually went up from an efficiency standpoint we used to sell about 12 units per sales associates per month, and now we're over 20. And so we're able to wow. set up that capability through our technology. We also started centralizing a lot of things that we planned to do uh, prior to the pandemic, uh, gave us you know, the opportunity to put those in place. And it's the old saying, you know, never let a good crisis go to waste. So we came out of there a lot um, healthier and then you just layer on the demand. And it's just, again, it's a great time to be in this in this industry. Right. And I'm sure you saw the demand from coast to coast. Um, you have a big presence. At the same time, you also made an acquisition there of RFJ Auto, which is a 15 top auto dealer, too. 
how has the incorporation of that into your company, you know, merging that in? Yeah, that's that's going to be you our focus. More, do you see um, more acquisitions coming too? Yeah, it's it's amazing. This is the uh, the most accelerated concentration or consolidation of our industry that we've seen um, in, in our careers. Uh, it started, you know, in the early '90s and slowed down. Came back in the early 2000s, but you know, we've seen three of the biggest deals in the history. Um, ours was RFJ. It adds 33 locations, um, six new states for us. Uh, so now I think we're in over 23, 24 different states. Um, add some brands. So now we have over 25 brands that we will be representing. Uh, and it's 3.2 billion in incremental revenue. And it's just a perfect fit. We've actually worked with the leadership. They actually came and trained from Sonic. So we've followed them as they've grown that business. And it's just a perfect fit. Uh, it puts us into some other areas that we can now scale our Echo Park business into as well. And again, the Echo Park is a very hyper growth standalone pre-owned business that the franchise and being in that same uh, geography will help run as well. So we're, we're very excited about their yeah. uh, acquisition. As we looked at many, many options, this one was the one that made the most sense for us. Right. Last but not least, what do you think shareholders would like to hear about your growth going forward? Because you have different areas of growth, right? You talked about insurance and yep. financing, there's repairs, there's selling new cars, selling used cars, you're making acquisitions. Um, and, you know, how about EVs? I mean, that's another area that yep. there may be some interest in the years ahead. What do you think one of, some of the shareholders would like to hear? You know, the interesting thing is, you know, it's, it depends on your philosophy as a shareholder, but as a company, Sonic Automotive represents the full spectrum of automotive retailing. So the, the, the diversification and the stability and the free cash flow is just amazing. We, we have this stable uh, franchise business, which is your traditional new used fixed F&I with a ton of tailwinds going into 2022 and actually 2023 as well as a new inventory starts to ramp back up from the shortage, from the disruptions. Um, and then you've got this hyper growth Echo Park business that has the ability through the technology um, and through our, our strategic plan to cover 90% of the population. Um, you've got a hyper growth company inside of this stability, you know, cash cow company. And so from our perspective, you know, having the opportunity to invest in something that is that diversified and has such a high potential on the Echo Park business. You've got, we now, because of our, our balance sheet and the strength of our balance sheet, we can grow both right. sides. Um, so we believe that there is a lot of, of um, unrealized uh, value in Sonic Automotive. We believe our multiple and mm. the, the stock price is undervalued. Uh, if you just ah. look at the two and separate the two, if you look at Sonic and you look at Echo Park, I think you would come to the conclusion that there's a lot of um, unrealized value that will soon be realized. Ah, interesting, especially because stock's up over 30% in one year. But I see what you're saying. I mean, the demand is there. It's wonderful to talk with you. You got a hot area there. Um, people love cars. They need them, they want them, and you're in the right place at the right time. Heath Bird, thank you. Sonic Automotive on a great quarter. Thank you very much. Quarter. Thank you.